Conversation Hat Podcast. Welcome to the Conversation Hat Podcast. Hello. I'm Liam, that's Ben. Today's guest is Tom Gaskell. How's it going, Tom? Very well. Cool. Good um, afternoon. Good afternoon. It's warm again. Why is it that every time you're here, it's always really warm? It wasn't as warm as last time. The, there was, was like a pool of sweat on my lap. That was it was much. sweat. But, oh uh, yeah, so fun fact. Last time Tom was in this room was the mm, second or third recording of Stab Powder Presents, Ooh. which had a lightning round. You'll probably remember the lightning round. I do. This show is basically the lightning round from that show. Well, I We haven't... scrapped all the interesting music stuff <laughs> and thought... <laughs> Randomly generated questions, that's the way to go. That's the format for us. Well, I haven't listened or watched that, so ah. it, that means nothing to me, but it just makes me feel slightly cheap. So on that show, we were talking about DAFM, D-A-F-M, which is still one of my favourite Cambridge bands. Oh, thank you. You're very welcome. Uh, thank you for the music and other cheesy idioms. I can't believe I just said that out loud. You did. What a day to be alive. Are Daffam still going, technically, or is it...? We're sort of spread uh, across the globe. Yeah. You know, the members find their income through, uh, you know, teaching English as a foreign language, spreading mm. the good word. And uh, there's only a few of us left in Cambridge now, so, uh, yeah. so you know, we tend to try and gig once a year just yeah. to try and you know, keep the rust off the strings, but uh, <laughs> it's uh, not, not as a regular thing, I'd say. Sure, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, if you're ever in Cambridge... That one time of a year. The planets align. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Usually uh, shortly before Christmas. Yeah, that's true. And um, what else do you do? I just remembered I'm playing bass in Bansheva, which is on a poster on the wall over there. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. We have, again, another band that hasn't done very much for very long. We're sort of uh, on the verge of releasing that uh, debut album we recorded about probably two years ago sure, now. I yeah. wonder if there's enough interest to warrant the release anymore, <laughs> but, you know, it's uh, that's one there. I'm still recording uh, lots of local bands and... All sorts of things like that. Yeah. Been uh, setting up a new studio. Got the soldering iron out. I thought last time we spoke, you were still setting up another studio. Is this another? No, I think this is a new, newer one. New, I think I'm. Um, yeah, I mean, this one's involved. You know, pulling up floorboards and soldering. Um, not a Ugh, sounds like work. Not a natural solderer. You know, it's uh, <laughs> it's been it's been a learning curve, but uh, yeah, one I've imagine. enjoyed. Cool. It's very satisfying. Painted That's... all the walls and. Uh, you know, stage boxes are screwed onto the walls now than just wow. rather than just lying on the floor. You know, it's a big step up for me. <laughs> well, 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 they can they can be somewhere else apart from just laying on the floor. Well, if you can imagine, what, such a world. you can imagine it. What a time to be alive! <laughs> I mean, I know that this space isn't like an advert for like coherent audio technology, but um, yeah, things can be attached to the wall now. It wow. uh, it feels authentic. Thank you. That's a reasonably ambiguous phrase. <laughs> <laughs> Pull a question out the hat and then say what it says. That's the whole point of this podcast. Have you ever seen a ghost? I've watched Scooby-Doo. I too have watched Scooby-Doo. But those were never ghosts, were they? No, they were cartoons. Well, they were always like the guy who ran the... Mr. Terwilliger? Yeah. He's the guy that ran the ice cream cone factory. Not the haunted amusement park. <laughs> yeah, so, no. no right. I've, I've watched Supernatural as well. Right, again, that's a TV show, not a are, ghost. Technically, those are ghosts in that thing, but right. it's a TV show because, no, because they're not real. Has anyone seen a ghost not on a small or big screen? With their own eyes in, you know, the room with them? If no, we because did. I'm gonna, I'm going to be controversial and say on the internet that ghosts aren't real. You'll be telling me the world's round next time. I know. <laughs> it is round, um, it's just flat, right? Oh yeah, it's a disc. If 
I did, would I necessarily know if I saw it? This is getting a little profound. It is a bit, isn't it? I could be, for all I know, looking over there, there's a moose on the wall. There could be ghosts in between here and the moose, and I wouldn't necessarily know, because they could be on a different... uh, But then you wouldn't be seeing them, would you? So the answer would still be no, you have not seen them. Oh, you make a very good point. Yes, I do. Shall we pull another question? No, no, we can, we can still talk about this because there's I, there's... I feel like we've exhausted it well, very no, there's, much. There's the reasons why people think that they see ghosts or dark shapes. Um, mm. There's a thing called... It's ghosts or dark shapes. Well, like, the things that we go... Oh, no. The human brain is very good at, like, finding order out of chaos. And one Especially of... looking for faces. Partic- I was about to yeah. say, particularly looking for faces or the shapes of human people. Mm. If you're human people, human people, not those lizard people <laughs> that run the government. That's a different time. That's a different, a different story. Well, we could go on about that for some time. <laughs> yeah, but um, yeah, if you go to a haunted house, mm. your brain is going. You're going to hope, or you're going to expect to see a ghostly thing. Right. It could just be a shadow from a pot plant. But you, oh my god, a woman in white. Ah. <laughs> And a an plant in terracotta. And it's always the old places that yeah. you see, all the old houses, and particularly the basements where there are old, like, um, air conditioning or boiler units which vibrate because they are old. Oh, yeah. I- infrasound mm-hmm. is a vibration that you can't hear, but it reverberates through your body, making you feel a bit uneasy. It's this very low-end... Giving, low, you, a, low gi- end, uh, giving you a sense yeah. of dread. Sub-brown notes. can yes. cause your eyeballs yeah. to slightly wobble yeah. and oscillate slightly to the point where you can see dark shapes because of the vibrations. Look at you knowing about frequencies. I know. No, look at me. I thought I was going to bring the frequencies Being this time. But sick no. of people going, oh, it's a ghost. No, it isn't, <laughs> Claudia. <laughs> God damn it, Claudia. It's Photoshop. <laughs> I'm just going to throw out there, I did think I saw a ghost once when I was uh, maybe about five years old, but uh, in retrospect, I'm going to throw the word sleep paralysis out there and uh, say it was uh, 100%, you know, not a ghost. I have really interesting dreams sometimes, which aren't, the dreams themselves aren't necessarily interesting, like they're quite mundane, but the thing about my dreams is that they feel very real because nothing, maybe I don't have the imagination to like summon pink gorillas into my imagination while I'm asleep. So I once had a dream that one of my relatives died and it was a very normal dream. There were phone calls, there was a funeral, there was wakes, family death type things. And then a few days later, IRL, I saw the relative had a very, um, uh, what's the word? A very panicked couple of minutes where I had to backtrack <laughs> the last half week's worth of grieving. <laughs> but in the moment, I was like, no, you're dead. What's going I, on? I think That's we, what a panic sounds like for me. No, I, you're dead. I think we have discussed this on a previous show. Possibly. <laughs> Bereavement's a funny thing, really, I mean. True. But just, I, I, had a, I won't go into... I, I had a dream once where something happened. It was, it was a hyper-realistic dream. Okay. Uh, something happened. I ended up punching someone in the face right. because of what has happened. In the dream? In the dream. Right. I wake up and I felt really, really bad. Yes. And apologised... In real life. Right. Two days later, I find out a day and a half before the dream that I had, the thing that I dreamt about had happened. Right. No one believes that I actually just had the dream where this thing has happened. Wait, so 
Did you punch someone in the face? I didn't punch someone in the face. But someone else punched them in the but face. But the reason in the dream that I had to punch someone in the face right. had actually occurred, uh, gotcha. unbeknown to me, wow. a few days before. Wow, that's... What's that all about? I don't know, but it sounds like an M. Night Shyamalan movie. Because it's happened a couple of times, like the sort of serious deja vu-y things. Yeah. But this couldn't have been deja vu because I had no idea... Or, or, what, Should we go on a deja vu tangent? I feel like a deja vu tangent. I felt like on. we've done it before, but go on. So, I. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait. Thank you. Oh. Thank you very much. Now I get it. <laughs> <sighs> Good, we're amongst friends. <laughs> um, so, I heard this very interesting theory, and I have no idea where, I, where from, but that's a nice, whatever. Time, right, as a dimension. The way we perceive time is only due to the way that we're able to perceive time, but actually, for other beings, or the way that time is actually happening, it's just sort of a flicker. It's just happened. Mm. So, like, time actually took no time. It's just because we're perceiving it a particular way. So, actually, the amount of time that any of everything took is, like, nothing. So that could be why we experience deja vu, because everything we experience is actually being experienced at the same time. We're just perceiving it differently. At a rate of one second per second. Or maybe less. Okay. Oh, I see. Yeah, we're yeah, perceiving yeah, it. Yeah, we are, we are perceiving second. it that way. When actually all of everything is like a microsecond, just a flash. So it's like a limitation of our ability to perceive yep. the world around us. Maybe a survival mechanism yeah. we've evolved mm. somehow. Yeah. That, uh, you know, to treasure every second. I like the idea of cavemans like going through life very fast. Like, we need to slow down. We need to evolve to slow down. It's too much, man. I can't deal. Oh, the ones God. who experienced everything at once just kind of flipped out and, uh, yeah, got to find time to be, uh, find poignancy and sentimentality in the smallest of details. Perhaps that's why some people think that they're from the future. Because, like, technically speaking, they are, because we're all from all of the time. I may have misunderstood the theory. I am actually following you here. So deja vu is just because we're si- we're everything ex- is occurring at the same time. So if we feel like we're experiencing something again, it's because all of our experiences are happening in like no time. But we've just um, done a little glitch. Yes, because we're humans after all. <laughs> we're only human. <laughs> we're only human. Oh, With our crude ability um, to perceive time. <laughs> have to slow it down like it is. Um, so no, that, was, go- that was good. That was good. Yeah, I think you. we really got they some that. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to put. I was going to put ghosts in the bin, but no. I'm going to say no. Ghosts don't exist. Okay. Yeah. I'm oh, go- I'm on board. I think we're all in the question. But, uh, ghosts don't exist because I have. I haven't seen one because they don't exist. Yeah. Because during my time on this earth of experiencing my life as one per second per second, even though that I am experiencing everything all at once, no. Good summary, man. Thanks. Well Concise. You yeah. should see my wintry or my springy. <laughs> I'd rather see you springy. Conversation. Invent an item of clothing. Nose muff. Mm. Now, you know, whenever it's really cold outside, you've got earmuffs, you've got Mm. a hat, you've got your scarf. Right. Your nose is always uncomfortably cold. So what about like a red nose day or like a clown nose, but it's just furry on the inside? Yeah, it could be like that. Interesting. Little nose muff. What if you've got to breathe? Have you got air holes in your mouth? You could use your mouth. Then you get a cold mouth. So now you get diphtheria, Ben. This is something that's always a diphtheria is. <laughs> Could be. Can we get something that's like a scarf or a balaclava thing? Right. But you can breathe through it without it absorbing the moisture from your breath, because then you get it's it's warm, it's humid but cold. If and... you had like a radiator in your mouth, I reckon that would. But then how would condense. that warm your nose? It's close to your mouth. Breathe up. 
like that. Yeah. Um, something to keep my nose warm. Nose muff, gotcha. Nose muff that does not impede my breathing. That's what I want. Do that, Bill Gates. I would like some kind of sock that doesn't restrict my toes. Ooh. What about those socks with the individual toes? Yeah. Bit, bit no, those are literally the worst. I've never, I, never tried. I can, no. I can't conceive of a death worse than putting those socks on. I can imagine them like... <laughs> how would you, how, how, if you don't mind me asking, would you reach the end of your life by putting those socks on? Well, no, that I'd rather die in any way ah, than put those socks on is okay. what I'm getting. Right. I, I've always imagined them like each toe getting their own little hug. It's... Yeah, but like, okay, look at my feet for a second. Ugh. Yeah, quite. Okay, See, no, right, yeah. yeah, so this toe should be up here somewhere. This is going to be great for radio. Yeah, this is this, good. This, is this good. toe should be up here somewhere. But because shoes don't fit me, right, <clears throat> size 13, you can't really get them. Uh, like, it's been squished down, that's why it's all bendy and weird, right? So if I had a... I would need to have, like, a specially made toe sock. Ah, for, you'd need custom made. And I'm not even making this up, this is what it's called, a Morton toe. A Morton toe. Where, where yeah. your second toe is actually longer than your first As toe. in not our mate Dan Morton. Not our mate Dan Morton. Hi, Morton. You seen his feet? Uh, not recently. No, actually, I think I'd need... <laughs> that's, that's, no follow-up, <laughs> just not recently. I think I might need special crafted toe socks because all of my toes have been broken right. at least once, some point or another. So they're not in the shape... you got to be more careful, they man. Were... Well, you need yeah. that for walking. Yeah, but I've got these boots. Right. They're made for walking. Oh, that's some kind of lyric, isn't it? So I'm fine with that. But, <laughs> yeah, I never thought about that. Because people... Is it to do with, like, descent of, like, what part of the world you came from? Something about toes? Or was that some bullshit I saw on Facebook? It's probably some Facebook bullshit. It's hard to tell these days, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Um, I reckon some people just have weird toes. Too much Facebook, not enough toe-looking. Looking. Toe-looking. Not toe-licking. Toe-looking. I mean, either... And or both. Well, one First gives one you a much more in-depth analysis than one the other. One can prepare you for the other. I wonder what this toe tastes like. I know, but it looks horrible. So, yeah, just a sock where like, you just cut off where the toes is. So it like, keeps most of your feet nice and warm, but you get some nice hobbit action with the front of your foot. Mm. So sort of like fingerless gloves, but toeless yes, toe but socks. Like, not... Yeah, but like all of the toe. So it would be more like wearing just a cuff. Foot oh. cuffs. Foot so cuffs. foot cuffs and nose muffs. Cuffs and nose muffs. If your item of clothing rhymes, then that's going to be beautiful. If we have a farmer scar band, I think that's what it should be called. Foot cuffs and nose muffs. That's it. <laughs> I haven't got a name for mine. It's quite practical and boring. I like it. It's winter. You're wearing a coat. Mm-hmm. You walk into a shop. The the heating's on full. You, oh. you, 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 can we not have uh, air-conditioned coats of some kind or some sort of item that's designed to keep you cold indoors but warm outdoors? Like, oh. a, therm- like a thermos. So it would keep you the right temperature no matter where you are. Exactly. Yeah. Now, if you can think of a name for that that rhymes with cuffs and muffs. Warm enough. Warm enough. The warm enough. Yeah. And the I like that. The warm like, enough, like, the nose muff and the cuff muff. You're warm puff. enough. What? You're not too warm. But you're it's warm enough. enough. Yeah. yeah. I was imagining some kind of skateboard with, like, a wind machine underneath it. So, like, you go into the shop, you can keep your coats on, but you get Marilyn Manson gust. Ooh, Marilyn Manson. A Marilyn Manson gust. Do you mean Marilyn Monroe? Shit, yeah, I do. <laughs> Marilyn Manson gust, you just turn into a dementor whenever you go in the next. That's the worst thing I've ever said. Wow. Uh, I even gave you a chance to... to uh, bless you did. You. I did. And I double-checked myself. I know it's Manson. It's definitely Manson. I was going to say, ooh, sexy, but uh, no. I'm glad I did not say that. His real name's Brian. <laughs> so yeah, Brian on a skateboard with like... Brian on a skateboard. <laughs> the Brian skateboard, warm enough, nose muff, foot cuff... 
Call now. That's <laughs> <laughs> okay. ah! me calling. Oh, I see. That's very good. Thank you. Um, I saw the snack it on social media earlier. It's a jacket, but it's got pockets for snacks. So it's a- the pockets are transparent, so you can see what snacks are inside your coat, and it also so passers-by can look at your Weetabix. Is that what they call it nowadays? Yes. Why don't you just have a coat with pockets and then... <laughs> put a sandwich in it. Put a, yeah. <laughs> can they keep the food warm or chilled, depending on you know your preference? They're, like, they're Ziplocked, so you can... But they wouldn't do it. So they're secure. Tell you what, so like if you go upside if... down, your Weetabix won't fall out. But it would help if they had There's a warm enough. There's a problem I have. There Ooh. you go. There's an extra thing for the warm enough. Yeah. Because then you can have the thermal pockets. Mm. So you can have your like your yogurt that doesn't get that doesn't spoil in the heat of the summer. And you got warm soup in the other pocket. When so when it's Don't in the winter, you can have up. the warm soup. Just a, a straw. You'll for be your warm you'll soup. be loved with Peyton. Peyton oh, Pandas. Yes. Don't broadcast that. <laughs> Screw the podcast. We're going to go and be the best. I'm going to get rich. Prototypes is just us three covered in soup. Let's <laughs> <laughs> go on Dragon's Den. We're covered in soup and yogurt. We're after £100,000 for 2% and this Weetabix. Is it one Weetabix mm. or a Weetabix? Mm. Interesting. Mm. I think. That should be other, a question. A other subject there. That's a, t- that's a topic for another day. No, I'm really thinking about it now, though. Because you wouldn't well, say Weetabixes, you no. wouldn't say Weeta Weetabai. No, I think Weetabix is the is the brand. Is, it, no, it's the uh, process of imbibing the Weetabai. So like you breakfast, right? Yeah, you because Weetabix. you break you, because you break your fast. Yes, you Weetabix. You eat the bix. You eat a Weetabix. Yeah, you, you eat, eat a Weetabix. Quite. But do you eat two Weetabix or do you eat two Weetabixes Weetabai. or do you eat one Weetabix? It's two Weetabai. Who has, so one who has just one? This is, this is, well, true. Okay. So one Weetabix. I mean, no one ever has one, but one Weetabix, two Weetabai. It's actually Watabi. Watabi. I don't appreciate your whitewashing of my culture. I apologise. <laughs> I didn't realise that... It's Watabi. Weetabix. <laughs> um, I, I can only apologise <laughs> to um, everyone out there for my... Just literally everyone. Sorry. My poor... Your cultural insensitivity. What, yes. I'm sorry. Tired of receiving abuse from cyclists and drivers? Just trying to get from A to B on your own two feet? Worried that you may have to resort to the indignity of public transport? Well, fret no more, dear viewer, as Stalos Enterprise is here to present their new tried and tested system for increased pedestrian mobility whilst reducing the instances of fatal mortality. We call it Staying the Fuck Out of the Road, and this knowledge can be yours today. Stalos Enterprise's Guide to Staying the Fuck Out of the Road is presented as a series of in-depth instructional videos across your format of choice, as long as that choice is either 20 Betamax tapes or half a Laserdisc. These videos, presented by disgruntled drivers and impatient cyclists, provide all the information you should need to stay the fuck out of the road. Just take a listen to these testimonials and decide for yourself whether or not staying the fuck out of the road is for you. I was frequently finding myself in the road as a pedestrian, receiving abuse from cyclists and drivers, sometimes getting run over, probably deliberately. Since I invested my fruit machine winnings in Stalos Enterprises' guide to staying the fuck out of the road, I've learnt not only to stay the fuck out of the road, but also 
what it means to be loved and respected by my peers and colleagues. I never used to think that being anywhere else but in the fucking road was an option, but Stalos Enterprise's amazingly presented instructions allowed me to open my eyes to staying the fuck out of the road. It also allowed me to see my children again for the first time in 20 years. That was nice. Stalos Enterprise's guide to staying the fuck out of the road is available to you right now for the low, 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 low price of £367.82 British pounds sterling. God bless our gracious queen. Financing options available but pointless. Refunds are non-tax deductible as well as fictional. Going back into the fucking road may constitute a breach of the licensing agreement and can result in treason charges being filed against you. Stalos Enterprises is not responsible for any injuries sustained whilst under the influence of this product. Do not swallow. The conversation has... You're quite finished. I'm getting... Gri- I'm, oh. We're not going to trap any starfish in here, don't worry. No, but they might, this might end up in the sea. And Right, this is going in the podcast, please. Always make sure that you break up your little can ring pull things. The little plastic circles that hold your beers together. Break them up because you don't want to see I mean, don't recycle them. Just throw them in the bin, apparently. Well, yeah, they're not recyclable, are they? I've been recycling them. <laughs> I don't know. Have you been cutting them up? Yes. Are you lying to me? Yes. You monster. <laughs> what would you be a patron saint of? Recycling. Ah. No. Um, Starfish. Patron saint. Patron saint. So what, when I die... Yeah. If... Um, so I don't think it actually has to do anything to do with what you've got anything to do with. That was a coherent That's sentence. kind of what saints are, though. Yeah, but, like... So what's St George the patron saint of? Killing dragons. Mm, is it killing dragons or is it England? I... Th- don't think it's England. Well, it can't be killing dragons, because there ain't no dragons. Because of George. I, I have nothing to say to that. <laughs> Pretty sure it's England. Yeah, I, I, I certain I read somewhere that he's also, like, the patron saint of Istanbul or yes, something. Yes, there's more. He's patron yeah. saint of several yeah. places. Yeah. Yeah. So when all of the people never... go, oh, St George's Day, we should have the day off. Like, um, I think you'll find he wasn't as white as you think he is. Mm. So he's never been to... He's never been to England. Certainly. Mm. He's probably never... Actually, he probably has tea, because we stole that from that part of the world. Uh, yeah, so he's got nothing to do with England, so why is he a patron saint of England? Because we're yes. English. We steal from everyone and then blame everyone else for complaining. That's pretty English. And then we complain about it. God bless our gracious God, the queen. English people are an <laughs> awful, awful race. I just apologise for everything ever. <laughs> so what I'm getting at, is I don't think you necessarily have to be connected currently with the thing you want to be a patron saint of, but, like... Polar bears. Right. Is there more? I like polar bears. Right. Ben. I used to Patron like... saint of polar bears. I used to like penguins more. Right. Oh, t- I used to like turtles more, actually. Interesting. But then I saw a picture of a happy polar bear right. and a sad polar bear, and it was a bipolar bear. You felt a connection, didn't you? I did feel a connection, and therefore polar bears are my favourite animal, so Can't I will make... become the patron saint of the bipolar bear. Can't make mental health jokes about turtles. The sexually ambiguous and slightly <laughs> insane bear. <laughs> I have nothing to say now. Thank you very much. After you, Tom. <laughs> There's a fucking landmine. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, keeping with the... Uh... British theme, I'd be a patron saint of just not overreacting to anything, you know. <laughs> no matter how bad things get, just going, oh, keep it together, guys. I was rather hoping you'd be the patron saint of awesome shirts, but... Uh, oh, I'd do that too. Can you be patron saints of more you than... You can be patron saint of England and Istanbul. I reckon you can be the patron saints of not overreacting and shirts. Yeah. Okay. I'll do yeah. that. Patron saint of uh, just fun shirts, I Fun shirts. Fun shirts. 
Would you be patron saints, or is it the same patron saints, just or two things? You'd be the patron saint of fun shirts and not really minding that much. Hmm. Hmm. Yo, guys, come on, just calm down. Put on a fun shirt. We don't have any fun have, shirts. I'm not oh, saying they have fine. to overlap there. You know, I right, could be okay. celebrated in one field, and uh, you know, they could be completely ignorant of the uh, not overreacting. They like, kind of fly in the face of each other there. Like bit, when you rent out a church hall and you got to be out by nine. You imagine it's because they want to close up, but actually there's a whole other group, ornithologists, swaying outside, wanting their cracking. Like, bloody hell, I thought the church was just close I want to see some great tits. <laughs> you didn't think I knew what ornithologists meant, did you? Yeah, mostly I'm just impressed with you today. <laughs> <laughs> you really... <laughs> just, just really, you wouldn't think that I wouldn't know that ornithology you, was the study of birds. Do you know how many great tit jokes I've made? Just It's the only reason I know about ornithology. <laughs> Ornopathology. ornopathology. You've just ruined it. Isn't it ornopathology? It's ornithology. The pathology. Pathology. Oh, yeah. Pathologist is the study of bodies. Ornopath is birds. Ornopathology is the study of bird bodies. <laughs> you going to try and out-Latin me, boy? I feel like someone should. What were we talking about? Birds. Hurt Patrons. Boobs. Okay. Bird bodies. I told you the story about... <laughs> no, pathologists go with dead bodies. Ornopathologists would be dead bird bodies. They study dead birds. Like a taxidermist. Yeah. They collect dead birds. That's an ornament. Norman Bates. <laughs> what? Nothing, go on. Okay. Patron saint of probably patience, actually. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's kind of, a bit adjacent to yours, though, isn't it, Tom? No, um, I'll take no, shots. Like you can have patience, that's fine. Okay, that's <laughs> completely understand why. Ooh, derisive sighing. <sighs> yeah, working with kids has really helped me master the art of derisive sighing. I no longer communicate in words anymore. Sarah, broken it. <sighs> Derisive sighing. What was yours again? Polar bears. Right. Nothing to do with tits. Bipolar bears. <laughs> bipolar bears. They're in the bear aisle. That's where you buy polar bears. Man, I would have bought a bigger pun game if I knew this was... Surely that's where you was... pick up the bears and you buy them at the checkout. With the checkout chick. Where I feel you like perform ornithology. You've got more, so I'm just going to let you go for a bit. If you put a pound in him, it'll go for days. <laughs> That's what it says on my Tinder profile. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, it is shameless advert time. If you enjoy games, films and comic books, then you could get yourself a box of assorted geek paraphernalia delivered straight to your door every month for $19.99. You can get them even cheaper by taking out a three or six month subscription. And, and you can get your first box even cheaper at £15. Holy crap, that's a good deal. Visiting the site and getting a subscription will also help the conversation hat, which I'm hoping is something you'd be super into. So please go check out superloot.co.uk forward slash conversation hat to see what it is they do. Thank you very much and goodbye. Oh, we're, st- we're sticking with fashion today. Oh, Ooh. good. What is the creepiest item of clothing? Mm, I'm going to say capes. Capes? Yeah. You know, there's a lot of them. There's a lot of a cape. They can go on for ages, you know. Never seen a cape worn well. Mm. Like Batman and Superman. I mean, I know they're fictional, but... In everyday attire, you know. Yeah. I it's, think... it's true. It's hard yeah. to pull off. Yeah, unless you really can strut around in one. 
Yeah, and if I think if you've got a cape that like stops anywhere before the shins, like there's oh, not well, a good look. Just like a bum level cape. It's not. Oh, a then strong that, look. that's just no. Yeah, that's not really. Just a bag that's gone wrong. <laughs> It's, it's a, a shit's rucksack. It's a, it's a <laughs> coat that's given up. <laughs> a coat with no aspirations. Yeah, I think some, that's the name of our other scar band. Coat with no aspirations. There's um some glasses that sort of like the aviator style things, but they have the flicky up. Oh, yeah. sort of like the yellow shaded flick up, right? Flick yeah. down. Kind of a fear and loathing sort of. But for yeah. fear and loathing with the do they yeah. flick up? I'm not sure. They might do. I'm not sure. The sort of American. Fallout, uh, sorry, Far Cry Five style hillbilly. Right, yeah. was lost, <laughs> but now I got a gun. I'm fine. The little bit too backwater for. Hmm. Gotcha. Like not saying. Where that, did they get the technology to raise sunglasses? Not saying that everyone that wears those. I like. I I knew someone that had to wear blue, um, reading glasses because of. Uh, Dyslexia, oh, dyslexia or yeah, something sure. like that. So yeah. I'm not saying that any everyone who wears that there may be a reason, but I think that particular style, yeah. and maybe even if it had, particularly with the addition of certain facial hair to those, that's right. very... Mm. There are dispersions that are cast unwillingly, but quite aggressively. Summer glove. Have me fast. <laughs> Summer gloving. <laughs> Uh, yeah, summer gloving. Summer, uh, summer glove. Summer glove. It's a sinister pairing of words right there. Yeah, summer exactly. gloves or some aren't. Well, go oh, um, talk to me about summer gloves. Glove in the summer. What's he hiding? Must be sweltering in the hands under there. But if Okay, what about a tank top and glove combo? <sighs> and a cape. Yeah, and a cape. And the glasses. And Astor's oh. chaps. I, oh, the, oh, oh, with a mullet. Yes. Yes, with a mullet. And a moustache that isn't quite as... It doesn't quite have enough body to it. And a staff. <laughs> uh, really thin. Oh, no, that's, now, now that's just my D&D character. Barnabas Dong. Uh, I think it's Barnabas Doong. Yeah, I suppose it was. <laughs> no, it's called Barnabas Dong. Yeah, vest and clubs. Not a good, uh, uh, not a good combo. String vests. String mm. vests have certainly taken on a certain role in pop culture. Have they? I stopped wearing mine when Rapsi Nesbitt was on. The 90s. Good. <laughs> I'm not sure if you, not sure if I'm. Why why did you own a string vest in the nineties? Got given it. Okay. I was a child. I wasn't responsible for my own clothes. Fair enough. And then until I saw Rapsy Nesbitt, I was like, right, not having them anymore. I, I think much. with an, an adult, it's not an aspiration, is it? Adult male in a uh, string vest. I think they're commonly known as wife beaters. The string vest, not just adult males. Whoa. Um, I thought a wife beater was just a general vest, or is a string vest? I, I think it's, I think it's the string vest. I've, I've always heard of it as just the string vest. Oh, okay. Yeah, those are a bit... Um, I don't know if they're necessarily creepy. They've got certain connotations of yeah. socioeconomic groups. Sort of like a black string vest on a lady could be seen as quite an attractive thing, but a right. white string vest on a middle-aged man... It's just less so. It's just cultural appropriation, isn't it? It is, and I'm not saying that I approve <laughs> of it. I'm not saying it's a good thing. I'm just saying. I do love string. I got no strings to hold me down. To me, I use them all on my shirts. BDSM is not for me. There are no strings on me. I lie. I'm covered in string. I am covered in string. Yeah, my clothes are all string. 
See, I'm not sure. Summer gloves or assless chaps? Assless chaps, again... I imagine they have I think a it depends appeal. on the situation. Because if you're in, like... Assless chaps fest. Or ladies' night at a bar where they might have um, male dancers, assless chaps, completely see. fine. If you're at a parent-teacher evening, assless chaps... Probably whoever's wearing them in that situation. Mm, Summer glove is also a no-no in a parent-teacher situation. Maybe you need to have the glove. Like, what if you've got, like, a dead hand? Probably wouldn't bring it with me. (laughs) Probably leave it in his box. (laughs) Say a word you've never said out loud. I feel I'd mispronounce it. But then would we know what the word is? Are you looking around for musical tabs? Yeah. I don't, I don't read as much as I'd like to, you see, so I rarely uh, look at a word on a page and go, mm-hmm. Yeah. I wonder yeah, what that I would mean. sound like coming out of my mouth. <laughs> There's no way to not sound smug. If I'm looking at new words, I'm looking at new words to say and look clever, not to ingest for my own innate yeah. purposes. Mm. I genuinely think that I have one. There is a... Ben's been thinking for four days now. His hair's a different colour. <laughs> doesn't take four days for that to happen. I've read a vlog... Yeah, you, actually, you actually read things. I do read things. A blog thing. Right. Um, that I've read a few times about depression and mental health and stuff. Mm-hmm. And the title, I don't think I've ever actually said because I can never remember the name of it until recently when I saw it pop up again. So my word is hyperbole. Do you mean hyperbole? Maybe. <laughs> no, hyperbole. H-Y-P-E-R-B-O-W-L. Hyperbole and a half. Possibly hyperbole. hyperbole and a half. I've, case, I've heard people say it either way, but I thought the correct word is hyperbole. However... I do know hyperbole is a word, and I'm pretty yeah. sure I've said that before. But I thought it was hyperbole. I was worried I'd mispronounce things too. <laughs> well, at least you've do... not done it on radio. <laughs> Wait, so which do either of them mean? Sorry, what do either of them mean? I don't know. So what does hyperbole mean in the context of the title? I don't know. I just thought that it was like sort of like Super Bowl, except More. hyper the next level and then an extra half on top of that oh it can't be quicker oh only as we perceive right I see yeah it's all down to perception isn't it Ben yeah Um, that's what you think I think I thought of one just now yeah go on while that was going on the film genre you're familiar with I'm sure uh, uh, blaxploitation blaxploitation I've said that out loud plenty of times however I did read on the back of I can't remember where I read it now but films that were made in the 60s capitalising on the Swinging 60s, uh, exploiting the uh, themes of hedon- hedonism and uh, right, yeah. hedonism, hedonism. I've said that word plenty of times. And I Either still don't and know. or both. Uh, but yeah, the term psychsploitation is one I don't think Ooh. I've ever said out loud. But uh, Psychsploitation. Nice, polite girl loses her mind on drugs because uh, yeah. of those damn hippies and that sort of thing. <laughs> she I've... overdosed on three marijuanas. I've never said hedonism before. Have you not? I have not hedonism? Or hedonism. Interesting. But now I've both said both hedonism and hedonism. Have you said exploitation before? Nope. Do you know what it is? Nope. Have is you it... ever watched Count Blackula? <laughs> no. Or the Blanche Black of Blanche Blame? I'm it's... not sure what I hate it's... more, the fact that that, <laughs> that that doesn't exist or the fact that it might exist. I know that Count Blackula does. So, exploitation movies are essentially classical works reimagined to fit extreme African-American stereotypes. Black to the future. Black to the future, indeed. Was that the right way of saying that? Am I safe for now? 
You've yeah, tiptoed around the uh, key themes there quite neatly, I think. So. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Yes. Themes, plural? One big old theme. Just one. Isn't there a there's, there's, um, brother from another planet? Could be. I'm I think that was sort of like a 70s, sort of late, uh, early 70s, late 60s film. Yes, I'm aware of what black exploitation is. First time I've said that as well. Turns I out that me saying hyperbole wasn't quite so silly. <laughs> I said a lot of new words. I can't think of any more for me. We've all learned something today, yeah. I think. About love. And film. Bipolar bears. Goodbye, polar bears. Is that the end? Thank you for listening to the Conversation Hat podcast. If you'd like to submit a question to the hat, you can do so by posting on our Facebook wall. If you're a super fan who'd like to support the show, you can check out our Patreon creator profile. Subscribers can get all kinds of nifty treats like downloads of all our music or your very own Conversation Hat hat. Take a look to see what we're offering on patreon.com forward slash conversation hat.